What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
from Grundle. Keeksley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing FMF Racing as well as the Collective Experience. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, the proprietor of the Collective Experience goes by the name of Double D Dave Drakes. Dave, how's it going? Pretty good, Brad. Just hanging out, man. Ready to talk some moto. Absolutely. Always ready to talk moto, especially at 10 o'clock at <laughs> night on a Tuesday. Probably past your bedtime exactly. for sure. Not quite past my bedtime because you know why? Bricklaying is a very seasonal trade. And other than a couple of workouts tomorrow, my my uh, schedule is pretty wide open. So uh, you're, you're going to bear the, uh, the, 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 the dis- displeasure of having to talk dirt bikes until the wee hours. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime it's it's opportunity to talk about dirt bikes, and I'll get up. But yeah, it's definitely past my bedtime, man. I got to be up early for uh, to be at the office tomorrow. <laughs> Fair enough. We won't keep you too long, but I will have the listeners know that we would have been able to do this podcast yesterday if you were not engrossed in a very serious cuddling session that you would not give uh, you not give way on you were you were in full cuddle mode uh it was around the same time last night and you did not make yourself available so uh that's completely on you dude i i gotta put in the girlfriend time man like like i i you know i I need to be able to see her for more than 30 minutes a a week when i'm traveling for you know my nine to five and then traveling out for the race weekend so it was nice to literally take a nap and just like watch some tv and chill man I, i needed to recoup uh, fair enough. Well, uh, I do appreciate that. You're a guy who uh, works the 9 to 5 and burns the mid-9 OL, uh, grabbing flights uh, and putting things together on weekends. Before we get into the collective experience, what does Dave Drake uh, do when he's uh, Clark Kettenen out there? Oh, man, it's jack of all trades, I guess. But uh, my main 9 to 5 is, uh, you know, designing motorcycles for uh, for Harley-Davidson, so it's it's uh it's a pretty cool job it keeps me uh keeps me pretty busy the travel's pretty nuts but at the end of the day man i'm getting a chance to to test out and ride some prototype bikes man i can't complain about that then like you said switch costumes and then you know by night from the collective and get people signed up for the race weekends and then uh fly out to the race weekends to uh to make it all happen man and take in some of the uh some of the cool action Hey, absolutely, and, and and you do uh, wear both hats very well. I'm sure they're a large hat fitting over that hair of yours, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's been quite the uh, the adventure with you so far this year, my friend. We've connected on many different occasions at the races, uh, and that's all through the, the collective experience, uh, a, a business that you started, uh, this is about two years ago? Yeah, yeah, about two years ago. Yep, yep, definitely. Uh, we're still fairly new. We're still growing, man. But yeah, like you said, it's been fun. On every weekend, I uh, got a chance to hang out with you. Like what, almost seven weeks in a row at some of the races, just yeah. hanging out with fans, hanging out at some of the rigs, just really having a good time, man. Just getting totally immersed in it. 
For sure, and when we're, we're going to uh, rekindle that, uh, that those fond memories uh, in Minneapolis coming up in a couple of weeks from now. But uh, um, it, w- the thing that sticks out to me uh, from your program, Dave, is that uh, your program really does bring the riders uh, or bring the fans close to uh, the the real workmen of this this. The sport we love so much. Your your Adam Knaps of the world, your AJ Catanzaro's of the world, guys who are extremely talented on two wheels, but also have the personality and the ability to uh, to to bring people in, not allow them to be a distraction on race day, and actually give them an experience that uh, is unlike anything else you could get with really any other level of rider. Because let's be honest, at the factory level, those guys are so busy worrying about every every other little thing, uh, and they seem to be almost uh were overly obligated or uh, overly uh like uh distracted by all all things on race day that they wouldn't be able to um accommodate this program that you have and uh, the riders that you have on there uh they're, they they definitely find a way to make it happen exactly you said it perfect yeah i mean we're we're just big on having a, a really fun immersive program so um like you said you know nothing against factory riders they're awesome you know pe- people love them they're there for a reason they put the work in those guys sacrifice um they're they're the superstars um but um you know like you said it, it's it's very tough to kind of, for them to kind of break away from their focus and they have a job to do and um a lot of people kind of just they they look at those guys only. They really don't look at the guys like you said, like the AJ uh, Catanzaros, the Adam Antic Naps, the Brian Sharers, uh, the Dave Police, um, and they kind of just walk by them. And those are some of the guys that have you know a lot of time to give to the fans. So they're super personable. They're really down to earth. Um, that are just as just as charismatic, if not more, than some of the factory guys even. So um, yeah, our, our program just gets them like really really brought into their program and gives them that one-on-one time that they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. Um, and oftentimes it extends past the race day. I mean, you know, since these guys are accessible, half the people are sharing numbers and are getting a chance to ride with these guys during the week and uh, hook up with them, you know, uh, in the following weeks and even rent for them sometimes. We've had a few guys that actually got full-time mechanics jobs just from being in the experience and just meeting people and meeting gear guys and other techs and teams and stuff. Uh, it, it's I think ours is different because we go a lot further than most and, and we really want to make sure that fans get that connection that they're looking for and get that experience you're looking for. Going the extra mile, making the connections necessary to create that uh, the the memories and the bonds that last a lifetime. Uh, the collective experience to me uh, really does connect the riders uh, to the the fans and vice versa. I think that uh, a lot of times these privateers that they they got life on the road. They're they're really into their own program and and uh, they don't have that super long lineup of guys uh, of people telling them how awesome they are. A lot of these guys also need a little bit of a uh, a pick me up, if you will. A, a group of people who are willing to uh, to acknowledge their skills on two wheels, and in a lot of ways, I think what the program does is it uh, it, it gives these guys a little extra sense of uh, accomplishment, a little bit of sense of importance when there's uh, people who are willing to spend good money to uh, to to spend the day with them, to see what their world's all about, and I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just having a fan there who's rooting for you, even when you do crappy, you know what I mean? It's it, like you said, it, it lifts your spirit up a little bit. And, you Even know, a lot of these guys, you know, that. they, 
<laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's really good for them. You know, how tough it is to even qualify for the night program, you know, on the main event. And some of these guys get gutted when they don't make it, but just having a fan that's like, man, you know, I thought you were cool no matter what you're out there on a pro track and I'm a big fan and, you know, paying this money to hang out with you for the day and stuff like that. Um, it really does a lot for the riders morale and, um, you know, like rider like Devin Sorensen who's on the program, East coast guy, uh, really, really working his butt off to make it into some of these, uh, night programs. And, um, you know, he kind of gets down himself sometimes and, you know, just like any other rider, but, you know, we had a couple fans, even a little girl came over and wanted to picture with him on his bike and just like, you know, made him, made him realize like how, what a really, what a cool thing it is to, to be a pro rider and lifted his spirits up and you know he carried that into the next to the next weekend and slowly made progress and um it it really says a lot for for these guys morale you're 100 percent right so what are the ins and outs uh on your side to getting this together on a, a particular race weekend you have a number of riders you work with and i'm sure you've worked with a number of fans as well uh how, how like how do people contact you and from there uh what needs to happen for you to basically arrange for them to uh uh to have the experience um, I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth usually on race days, uh, you know, making sure everyone gets their passes and that everyone checking with, uh, with the riders and the fans. I try to not be too hovery. I don't like, you know, I, I want the connection to be genuine between the rider and the fan. I check in maybe once every hour, two hours to make sure, you know, all the needs are met. Do you want to meet anyone different? Uh, you want to talk to some gear guys? Do you want to try this, that just to make sure everybody's happy? Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I do. Just try to get some content, some interviews and stuff like that with some of the riders for the next weeks. Um, but yeah, if anyone's interested, they can check out, uh, www.thecollectivexp.com or at the collective EX on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, um, the collective experience. Um, if you, anyone has any questions, feel free to, to DM us, uh, send us a message, um, and whatever you could think of. Also, uh, don't hesitate to hit me up on uh, email at dave.drakes at thecollectivexp.com. Um, check out our website. We've got all of the listings of races and riders that are available for people to uh, shadow and learn from. Uh, a lot of times when we send our confirmation emails out or even our newsletters that we do, um, you know, we ask people, hey, is there anything you want to do that's not listed on here a rider that you want that you want to hang out with that i don't have on there or or meet this one person who's of interest to you we're always looking at ways to improve and just make them the the experience as memorable and as beneficial and value packed to the fans as possible um but yeah any reach out to uh, to us through any any one of those uh any one of those forums and uh, we'll be sure to get back to you for sure yeah you guys do an amazing job and how often do people uh make the uh the the off like the uh, common request of having to meet uh, Josh Greco, who's not part of your program, but is a must see for all fans. Um, he is a he's the smallest Neanderthal I've ever met. I think that's like the best I can. <laughs> like he is just an absolute salt of the earth, uh, just hard headed, uh, stubborn, five foot four. Um, good times, having fun all the time with, with, with Josh Greco. But on the other side of that is also him taking care of a delightful blue healer named, uh, D.O.G., which, uh, he absolutely adores that dog. So, you know, the kid's got a heart. So, like, obviously you must, you must get a few requests to go over and, uh, and visit Josh every once in a while. 
Yeah, I've I've had a few people ask like, hey, you know, even though it's with AJ, can I go? You know, can you introduce, introduce me to Josh? And that guy's a riot. That guy is a hundred percent authentic man, and he there's no filter between his mouth and his brain, man. Nope. He will say whatever it is, and he'll scream it at the top of his lungs. It's yes. hilarious. Uh, but yeah, you can always see him literally having a full blown conversation with his dog. Hundred percent true. It's 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 hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean that guy's a riot, man. I mean, if you're ever down the dumps on race day, just go talk to the guy for two seconds, and you will be laughing your balls off. I swear, he's he's hilarious. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and and not to mention the fact that I think he probably takes care of that dog better than he takes care of his bike. Um, oh but- yeah, and and himself. <laughs> yes. Oh, for sure. It go. It probably goes dog, bike, van, Josh. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what's to be expected on race day with the Collective Experience with Dave Drakes on the podcast. We'll be right back after these messages from the Collective Experience as well as Fly Racing. We'll be right back on the podcast. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like Zipper Lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Knapp, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. The collectivexp.com, as well as the collective ex on Instagram, is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. What's up, guys? It's Bruce Cook here with Nitro Circus. We're coming to Kelowna, B.C., May 25th for the Next Level Tour, and I'm so stoked to see you there. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. 
this spectacular brand new production, an all-moto adrenaline rush, will have depth-defying tricks, jaw-dropping world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the Next Level Tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX Next Level Takeoff Ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit nitrocircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles are a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your mirrored lens than uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with. Uh, so it's kind of, a more, of a, more of a package than it is just a set of goggles, which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear-offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, $74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to Viral, for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Uh, so check out the theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. Hey guys, it's Fly Racing's Justin Brayton, winner of the 2018 Daytona Supercross. You're listening to the Big MX Radio. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by the Collective Experience. And we've got a pretty knowledgeable guy on that topic on the line with us right now. goes by the name of Dave Drakes. Dave, so I, 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 what I want to know from you is, like, say if I, I, I want to meet uh, Bubba Pauly. I don't know why I would want to do that, but I say I think that he might be a cool guy. I sign up uh, for, to meet with Bubba Pauly, or if I want a Collective Experience with Bubba Pauly, what's my day going to look like? What am I going to look forward to? And what am I going to walk away with? So uh, the day is going to start out with us meeting you, um, you know, wherever wherever you, uh, whatever point of interest that we find. So usually it's AMA uh, will call tent or it's um, some sort of bigger landmark or something. Um, so then we go from there. We introduce you to the riders. You get a chance to get um, your your, uh, your your credential. This kind of gets you, uh, you know, into the into the stands, into the pits all day, industry seating. Uh, we also just litter you with swag all day. So we've got tons of swag from our sponsors. Um, we, you know, we're continuously giving you t-shirts and hats, water bottles, jerseys. Um, so that's, I highly recommend people bring an extra bag cause you're going to walk out with just full arms all day. Um, go. from there, you, um, 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. I I get jealous sometimes with the, with the stuff they walk away with because even I can't get it half the time. <laughs> um, so then you know you check in with the with the the riders team, so you get the chance to meet the mechanics, the team managers. Um, you get to meet Bubba. Um, and honestly, if anyone's interested, Bubba is super nice guy. Him and Michael Caden, uh, Michael Caden, um, they're they're some of the nicest guys, hardest working, and they will definitely give you an awesome experience. Um, so you're checking in with those guys. You get a chance to kind of talk race strategy, race lines. Um, a lot of these uh, privateers really appreciate when people take pictures or record their sessions. So you're going over some of the um, some of the practice footage, um, race lines, and then he kind of takes you through the bike. You know why he likes to set up. Um, you know, half the time some of the some of the fans we get are pretty knowledgeable in bike setup. You know, they're true fans of the sport. Um, and they end up helping out the privateers a little bit too and saying, Hey, I think your bike setup would be like this. You know, you know how us moto folks are. We're, we're hundred percent immersed in this stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so that, that ends up being really cool. And then from there, um, I have a few people that ask me, Hey, you know, even though I'm signed up with this one rider, can I also meet this person, which is no problem. So, um, you know, I take them around, make, introduce them to some of the, some of the other teams or some of the other riders. Um, and really the day is, is totally up to them. So I've had some people that, Hey, I kind of want to check out the press area. So we kind of walk upstairs to press or, Hey, I want to, um, I want to meet, you know, Brad from big and max. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we would do that too. Um, so it's, it's, it's Very really often, what you want. I imagine, uh, if they don't, if you don't <laughs> find me, I usually find you to introduce myself regardless of the request being placed. Exactly. I know you popped in on a few of the experiences, man, in, I had a few people that uh, emailed me about the the radio guy being hilarious. So, uh, props to you, man. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's but, really uh, interesting yeah, that you would say, like, that literally, uh, like, one of the things you just mentioned there is that, uh, quite literally, your collective experience member or the, the person that, that's uh, going through the experience would be basically, like, thrown into a, a, team, a team role in actually filming uh a, a riding session and that's actually going to help the rider do better throughout the day so they're 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 legitimately a team member throughout the day oh exactly and that's a that's a critical part of it and that's i mean it's that's just one portion of it i mean um a lot of people you know again they're going over race strategy and your input is really is really uh valuable to a lot of these riders so it's not just like having a fan just talk at you and yeah yeah cool I mean, some of these guys are asking, like, hey, well, where would you think I would make up time? How are my corners looking? Um, would you mind filming this one section? How's my bike set up? And as you're going through it, I mean, some of the mechanics are teaching you about some of the bike. And, you know, you can ask questions about your personal bike and how you should set that up. Um, or you're, you know, you're talking to some of the other uh some of the other like suppliers of parts. So like you might run into the guy who, you know, who's a, his handlebar sponsor and talking about different setups with them. And that's another connection that you can make right there. Um, but yeah, don't do it the whole day. You're an actual team member with actual input. Um, not only, you know, are you helping the rider by making a contribution to the program, but you're also helping them just with your knowledge and, and just with uh, the effort that you put forward. So it's, again, we're, we're trying to get them fully immersed in this and, and, and take a lot more away from it than just a handshake and getting a cool picture. Absolutely. You guys have a really cool program. If I didn't already have the credential and the ability to walk under just about any truck I'd like to, I think I'd have to take you up on this collective experience. I think maybe I need to kind of shadow you guys one time and and do a little story. Maybe it's something we could do for Minneapolis because the pits aren't really all that, you know, open, so to speak. Uh, But uh, yeah, we can talk about that later. But um, like, let's like, 
for those who don't already know where to find the website, for those who aren't already following on, on social media, where can they find you and uh, how, how frequently and how, how quickly are you able to respond to direct messages you get and whatnot? Oh, um, feel free to, to check us out at uh, collectivexp.com. It's our uh, website. Um, it's really straightforward. Click on experiences and it takes you through the whole list of riders and different races that we have uh, shadowing opportunities available. Um, also check us out on the collect at the collective uh, EX on Instagram and the collective experience on Facebook. Uh, feel free to email me at dave.drakes at the collective xp.com. And uh, I respond almost immediately to everything. So whether it's email, DMs, messages, um, I'm, I'm responding Almost, almost instantly. There's a few instances where, you know, might be at work for a little bit or might be in the garage tinkering on something. But, might um, be yeah, riding I'm a prototype Harley-Davidson that might never see the light of day. Ex- yeah, exactly. Something might be doing like a little that. bit of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're almost right away. And, uh, and yeah, don't don't hesitate to reach out anytime. We, you know, we don't bite, so... Fair enough. Well, I think there's definitely there's a few more races left to go uh, throughout the Supercross yep. season. Uh, I think the question on everybody's mind is, is this a program that's available for outdoors as well? Uh, we did outdoors last year, and I think we're going to do a, a handful of races for outdoors um, for this year as well. Um, I had a blast doing outdoors. Outdoors is, has a special place in my heart. So um, for sure, I think we're going to be at Southwick. Um, Redbud, believe Spring Creek and Ironman. Um, we're trying to work through with some other ones, but uh, all the major ones that we get a lot of interest in, we're, we're definitely going to be at. So uh, if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out to us, ask us some questions. We're getting the riders lined up now. Um, and I'm actually looking at trying to go to Canada for a few of the Triple Crown series because, you know, I'm a huge nerd for Canadian motocross. Um, so I'd, I'd like to check out a, a, at least two of those if I can too, to kind of give the Canadian fans, a, a, a little look into, into what we're all about and what we offer the industry. So, uh, I'll, I'll be running around this summer for sure. Absolutely. Well, if you you want to come to the Manitoba one, you got a place to stay, my friend. But, uh, yeah, that would be pretty offer, interesting. Man. I'm definitely going to do that. Oh, right. <laughs> definitely. 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 <laughs> but, uh, so like, uh, like, Collective experience aside, we've had an amazing Supercross series this year. Uh, we're, I believe, 12 rounds in? Yeah, yeah. 12 rounds in. in. Yeah, and yep, uh, 13, yeah. like we've had some storylines for the ages. We've we've seen multiple winners. We've had we've seen first time winners. We've seen and we've only seen two guys hold the red plate in the 450 class. Even though one guy keep, keeps doing about half of the winning, and then uh, the other guys keep uh, keep kind of like just fighting it out for for the rest of the the, the, the wins. What has been your biggest yeah. surprise throughout this season? Is it the like the irregularity of the finishes from Eli Tomac is it the uh the smooth and steadiness in the in the points of uh and then and honestly the speed of Jason Anderson um or or is it something else uh I'd say it's a combination I mean I I kind of figured you know per the past couple seasons Eli would come out swinging you know he'd uh, have a, a pretty decent you know either first or second in the first couple of races and then you'd have a little mix up where like we saw last year, we had the break issue or he had a fall and then he'd get into a streak. But I'm, su- I'm surprised we're not seeing that streak last very long. He'll win one and then he'll crash out another and then he'll win another one and then get like a, you know, a 15th or something. So that's, uh, that has me pretty perplexed right now. Um, I'm really surprised about, uh, 
um, Anderson stands pretty pretty consistent. I mean, the guy rides really aggressive, so you figured just like some of the other guys in this class, he'd kind of take himself out running over his head a little bit, but the man's been just super solid. I mean, you know, staying in the top five, really mitigating some of those bad races and those and those near misses, and uh, he's riding awesome. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised about Brayton being a huge Brayton fan. I mean, that guy is kicking ass at, what, 34? I mean, riding solid, getting great starts, showing these uh, young kids the fast way around the track, man. It's it's really going good. Um, and the 250, I'm I'm really shocked that uh, Osborne had competition, man. I-, I knew those guys would be all over him, but yeah. I did not they expect were anyone about a to kind of show him up. Exactly, especially looking at his his season last year, man. Just you know, almost domination to to an extent. And uh, Fortner seems to have him, uh, you know, kind of covered most most cases. We saw Ferrandis get uh, get ahead of him a little bit in Tampa. I mean, it was. Uh, it's really uh, surprising me how much everyone stepped their game up in the two fifties, and they're they're looking pretty solid. Oh, hundred percent. If not for uh, some bad rounds from uh, from uh, well, Jordan Smith included, but um, Jeremy Jeremy Martin and Martin Davalos yep. and uh, the injury to Dylan Fernandez, we would be talking about a a multi, maybe a five guy race instead of a uh, a two uh, basically a two man race for the championship. Um, and but yeah, I think like I'm I'm really I'm not. Like I'm not surprised that uh, Austin Forkner's going as fast as he is. I'm a little bit surprised based on that injury he came in with. Like I think, like if he was healthy coming in, I would have expected this, but I didn't think he was. So I think that was that was that's a surprise in, in itself. But um, but yeah, like it it just seems like uh, like regardless of uh, the health of the wrist coming in, Austin Forkner fastest man on a 250 on the East. Yeah, it's certainly looking like that, man. And no one, no one doubted his speed. I mean, everyone knew the kid was a superstar since what super minis. Uh, I think everyone's just, uh, just kind of shocked about uh, how mentally strong he is. You know, he's not letting Osborne really get under his skin, except for that small little slip up in uh, St. Louis. But um, yeah, I mean, he, the kid's riding good under pressure for the most part, and he's matching uh, matching Osborne. And you know, he's got the talent all day for for this type of riding. So. Uh, It'll it'll be really cool to see how we how he uh, kind of gets things in order and and see what we, what happens outdoors. I mean, everyone kind of figured um, this being like one of his true rookie seasons since he was uh, kind of out last uh, last season or last year for Supercross. Um, he kind of you know makes a few mistakes and throw it away here and throw it away there. But I mean, I, I think we've seen a, a, a kind of a different fork there. You know, one that that surprised people with uh, the maturity and the and some of the skill he's got. Hundred percent. No, I think uh, it's 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 been amazing to watch, and um, and of course this last weekend the uh, the East West Shootout. There's tons of talent in there. There's race winners. There's uh, past race winners. There's past champions. Um, two different guys that are leading their respective coasts, and Jeremy Martin wins. Yeah, that that. <laughs> <laughs> that threw my fantasy league all off, man. My fantasy was completely screwed up because of that guy's win. But um, yeah, you know, Martin's a guy that we typically don't really think of as a as a you know a, a threat for Supercross wins. You know, he might sneak in a podium here or there, but we're typically used to seeing him kick butt outdoors. And um, yeah, the one guy that people were just sleeping on is the one guy that got a good start, pulled away, and really was controversy free the whole time. Um, so that kind of threw us for a loop, but um, I'm kind of bummed about my man AC. I mean, I'd love to learn from you, like what what you think his uh, 
his hang up is this year, man, because I'm really rooting for the guy. It seems like he's uh, he's riding good. You know, he's on the podium, but just he can't seem to nab that win and, and get that championship lead that he had when he first went pro, and that was what 2014 almost. Like it's uh, it's, it's tough. Absolutely, and it sounded like you just went underwater for a second there, uh, but uh, um, should be no problems. But uh, no, AC to me is a bit of a, a conundrum. He shows speed. Uh, I don't think that we've ever seen a guy that is that often the fastest qualifier, uh, able to do so in the heat races, and um, and and just making weird mistakes, not necessarily like they don't even really seem like mental mistakes uh really they're just they're just like sporadic like spontaneous deviation these guys he just he kind of like makes a mistake where you wouldn't expect him to and it's very puzzling um the only thing that i can really point to is uh that i like when when i notice uh adam working on things his mind is very busy uh and i think sometimes that's just a way like it's it's very difficult to kind of decompress all of those things all at once and kind of unpack them uh, as, as the, the bullets are flying. So maybe pressure uh, is something that um, doesn't really, that, that, that Adam isn't something that he really thrives under. Uh, I think he's still a pretty young guy. So I think there's a lot of young men that have a hard time with, with, uh, with a pressure cooker situation, the, the one that he's in, uh, obviously being as successful as he was as an amateur. Um, like obviously, those memories are probably as far away as they can be at this point uh, with his, his the way his career's gone. But um, I, I think I don't know if he he really faced the like crazy adversity uh, the way you do in Supercross uh, during his amateur career. So may, maybe uh, like the, the, it's something that he needs to face now, and, uh, and and doing so under the lights is is a whole lot harder to do so than uh, at a motocross track in Texas somewhere as a as a twelve year old. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that, and uh, I think that's uh, that's kind of evident in the way he's been riding lately. You know, once uh, Savashi gets behind him or pressures him, or like we saw in uh, that San Diego when Hill was behind him for a little bit and kind of uh, rattled his cage a bit. But, I mean, it, it would just be nice to see that guy knock off a win, man. He's so likable, and uh, and he's got such a big support, you know, but group of supporters behind him and such a big fan base. It'd be nice to see that guy just get a, a few, like a, one or two wins just to kind of, you know, I'm sort of just satiate that, that, that hunger that he's got for, for this stuff, man. And, and like I said, for me, it'd be great because I'm a huge AC fan. So I'd be smiling. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And for me, it, it comes down to my, uh, like one thing I kind of cheer for is I want to see the fastest guy win. I don't know, like, I don't, like the, 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 the guy who's got the most amount of speed, the guy who um, is, is just the, like head and shoulders above the rest uh, in terms of skill on a motorcycle, I, I feel like I, that, that's who I want to see win is, is the guy that's maybe not like, I guess it's kind of weird to say, that if, like the guy that doesn't necessarily just, just rides the best or, or makes, has a mistake-free night. Like that to, that, to me, isn't always exciting. And that's probably why I wasn't a Ryan Dungey fan. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, to me, I think that uh, Adam Cianciarolo is one of the most talented riders in the world on a 250F right now. And uh, if he is able to get it right, I think that uh, the rest of the guys are in trouble. Uh, but uh, un- unfortunately for him, I think a lot of the other riders have definitely found the pace. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, you know, 2014 or whatever the year that was that he first went pro, he was uh, 
he was definitely ahead of the ahead of the rest of the pack with when, when it came to talent and speed. But yeah, it seems like everyone's caught up now, man. I mean, there isn't a, a slow guy out there. I mean, you can go all the way back to you know fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. Those guys are all blazing fast, and um, we're kind of seeing a, a a new era when you know first through tenth is separated by three, four, five tenths maybe of a second. It's uh, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely brutal. But yeah, I mean it to. It'd be nice to see the guys that you know can get the job done out front battling and having the fastest guy win. That was that would really, really, uh, I think, make a lot of people happy. For sure. And, and uh, I think that uh, in, in the ne- in the going outdoors, I think, is when uh, Adam is going to flourish the most this year. I think that uh, I think that he's, he's had a lot of time on uh, riding outdoors, as have a, a lot of the guys on the West Coast right now. But uh, I think that he's setting himself up for a really successful season. I guess time will tell. Um, Dave, it's it's ten forty at night on the uh, on the Central Time right now, and I think it's about time that I let you go. But uh, uh, I really appreciate you giving us some time, and I think we might have to make this uh, a more regular thing. Maybe do some some race reviews and stuff like that in the future. Oh, for sure, man. You give me a call. You know, I'll uh, I'll get out of bed if I have to, man. And uh, I'm always down the bench race and talk moto, so it's always good to be on here, man. Definitely. Perfect climbing off of his girlfriend to do a podcast dave drakes is not only <laughs> not only good people he's uh he's a good friend of mine dave before i let you go five quick questions are you ready yes sir go first question how do you take your coffee in the morning no coffee i drink tea can't do coffee too bitter for it man oh, you are so soft um <laughs> two stroke or four stroke Oh man, honestly, I gotta go two stroke just for the fun. I honestly mm-hmm. probably forgot how to ride one. Yeah, but I mean, I gotta go two stroke. Oh, the the best part about me not knowing how to ride two stroke is that I never learned how in the first place, so I didn't really forget. <laughs> but I still ride one. Yeah, I uh, no, I if I trust me, if I uh, <laughs> if I had one, I I definitely rip it up, man. What is the single? Uh, Inside the sport um, sponsor that you would like to have, uh, if there's one company you'd like to align yourself with uh, that you have not yet done so, who would it be? Ooh, I'd probably say Lit Pro. I, I, I'm a huge, like, you know, being an engineer, I'm a huge tech nerd, and uh, those guys seem to have uh, something going on pretty solid to where they're getting everyone's attention. So if I can get those guys on board, man, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. T and Lit Pro. All I can say is nerd. But uh, <laughs> you're, you're true to your you're true to your true colors, my friend. I appreciate yeah, that. Exactly. No, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, um, of the current riders uh, that you're of, you have an impressive roster. Who is the probably the easiest to work with? Oh man, uh, they're all incredibly easy to work with. If I honestly. I'd probably say the Entic Naps. I, I honestly sometimes. I mean, I know I didn't. I don't have to be there. I'm there because it's fun. But um, I could literally just put the program in, in, in Adam's hands, and he knows exactly what to do with it. Man, he's so hands on and um, so good about making sure everyone's having a good time. Those guys are the. It runs itself with those guys almost. Fair enough. And the final question for you on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing. FMF and the collective experience. Where are you hiding all of the vibranium? If I uh, if I, I told you, I'd have to kill you, man. It's a secret for a reason. 
damn it. <laughs> Fair enough. For those who don't know and have not yet watched Black Panther six times like Dave, uh, that uh, they have to go watch the movie. I'm not even giving it up. But uh, it has something yeah, we to do with Dave and them. Vibranium, uh, a, a metal that uh, is, is not available here in the United States or Canada for that matter. But um, <laughs> Dave, I, I really appreciate the time, my friend. I give you an opportunity one last time to uh, to connect with everybody. Let them know where they can find you, where they can connect, and uh, where they can get your attention to sign up. No problem. We're always available. Just check us out at thecollectivexp.com or at thecollectivex on Instagram, the Collective Experience on Facebook. DM us, message us. Send us an email. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be sure to get back to you as soon as we can. Make this thing uh, incredible for you. Get you fully immersed in the sport and uh, help you make those connections that uh, you've been dreaming of. Boom. Just like that. Dave Drakes from the Collective Experience. Appreciate the time, my friend. Don't hang up just yet. For podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.